Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Tuesday, February 28th, 2017, the end of February already. My goodness, how time flies when you're having fun. And welcome to episode 297 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. And of course, our live video feed on, on Facebook tonight. It is the one and the only WWS Revolution. I'm, of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. <laughs> and, uh, of course, as always here tonight, here we'll be bringing you the best in wrestling talk. And, of course, here tonight, in addition to that, of course, as always, our wrestling news and views segment will be brought to you by one half of our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team. King Ice, of course, is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, as well, excuse me, as well as of course one, uh, as well as of course part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, of course every Monday afternoon from three to five right here on TalkShoe.com, and of course also a <clears throat> uh, big part of our other shows here in the radio network as well. Also tonight our uh, human suplex machine John Gross, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer here. We'll have our rest of history and birthdays here tonight. And before we do a complete rundown of everything we have going on here tonight, let's bring J.D. and John in here to the fold right here of 297 Revolution. Gentlemen, welcome to what will be a very explosive and dynamic revolution. 
It's good to be here. Thank you very much there, J.D. Uh, and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the WWUS Radio Network Group Tour continues to make its way through all of our groups in the WWUS stable of groups right here on Facebook. And tonight we are visiting, of course, one of our groups, uh, actually, uh, who uh, is the, the, the current, currently the GM of the group, is our own Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as a matter of fact. She uh, kind of oversees this group. She hasn't been able to be, be by here looking, looking forward in a while. But, of course, she is still in charge of it. That group, of course, is called True Pioneers of Wrestling. And, of course, this group talks about, like I said, just uh, pretty much what the title says. I mean, all the the wrestling greats, basically, is what this group is about. Uh, And, of course, already we have one comment already in the live video feed here tonight. It's from our own Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. He says... I think he was trying. I think he's, he was trying to say. He says, "Yo, what up, dog?" <laughs> so we gotta love that comment right there from the from the big man here tonight. Uh, and of course, here tonight, if you want to join us for our live video feed, of course, which is coming from True Pioneers of Wrestling. Of course, the website for that group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling pioneers always. Uh, definitely check that check that group out here. Of course, if you like to join it, or like I said, if you want to add a little something to it, please feel free to do that. And please be sure to comment, of course, about our video here for our show here tonight. And of course, as always, in addition to our wrestling news and views and our history and birthdays uh, tonight, of course, we'll be talking about the results of last night's Monday Night Raw show. Of course, leading towards this Sunday with WWE Fastlane, a lot took place. Of course, a lot leading up there also towards WrestleMania. So. Uh, the superstars of Raw, in addition, of course, to SmackDown, of course, Raw. Uh, all the superstars are gearing up for that big night as well. So everybody still has their game face on here when they head towards that that one particular date there here coming up here really, really soon. And, of course, uh, in addition to that, some wrestling extras will be coming your way. Uh, <clears throat> could be in the form of some wrestling trivia. It could be some fantasy matchups. It could be... You never know what we have in terms of the wrestling extras here, ladies and gentlemen. We always have something up our sleeves, as we always as we always say. But let's go ahead and uh, get things rocking and rolling. But if you want to also want to join us in addition to the live video feed from True Pioneers of Wrestling, if you also want to join us, of course, the regular way through TalkShoot.com, of course, that phone number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID is 138055-POUND. The Magic Six Numbers. Press that one if you want to chime in with and leave your thoughts and opinions with us on anything we talk about here tonight. And any, and any comments you wish to leave, please leave them right here. We'll definitely add them on to our conversations. And you know that you may get to hear them on the air. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. Uh, let's go ahead and dive right on in here too with the rest of the news and views. And of course, uh, with a few headlines up up his sleeve here right now is of course one half. Of our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. It is the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno. JD, let's see what we have on tap right here this evening. According to PW Insider, <clears throat> Kurt, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, sorry about that. According to PW Insider, Kurt Angle is planned to appear on the post WrestleMania 33 episode of Raw. The episode is set to take place on Monday, April 3rd in Orlando, and will be the first Raw after Angle's Hall of Fame induction the Friday night before. It is not known whether Angle will be working the storylines at this time, but it will be his first appearance on WWE TV, aside from the Hall of Fame ceremony, of course, 
since his last match with WWE at an August 8, 2006 ECW taping. Early reports are saying, however, at this point, however, he could be the new general manager of Raw. Meanwhile, however, Eric Rowan has been cleared to return to the ring and could be returning as early as tonight or next week, however, when in Indianapolis, however, after being out due to a rotator cuff injury. Meanwhile, however, C.W. Anderson, however, continues to take shots at Paul Heyman. The former... Excuse me. Uh, as we previously reported, he took shots at Paul Heyman for how he ran... Heyman ran ECW in the final days. He claimed was off filming a rollerball remake while Tommy Dreamer handled live events. Heyman later replied in a series of tweets pointing out intricacies in Anderson's claims, such as the fact that rollerball was shot after ECW closed. Now in a post on Facebook, Anderson wrote his response. Recently, I did an interview that didn't seem to sit too well with my former boss, Paul Heyman. He went on a rant, however, and said some pretty nasty things about me and my time in ECW. If you haven't read it, go to at Heyman Hustle and check him out. Instead of firing back immediately, I took a day. Here is my response to his rant, however, and it's a long, pretty thing, however, mind you. So I'll, I'll definitely have to uh, forward it to you, mind you, however. It just goes on to say, however, um, so, uh, let's see what else is going on, however. Um, like I said, how our own uh, Rowan is reportedly cleared to return to the ring, however. Yeah, in fact, Pro Wrestling Sheet, however, reports that Rowan, who had surgery back in October, however, has been medically cleared to return to the ring. This falls in the line with the expectations that he would be out until March. Rowan recently posted a new mysterious video to his Twitter account today, mind you. Meanwhile, tonight on SmackDown, however, in a best-of-three match, however, Becky Lynch will be taking on Mickey James, while Miz TV will have John Cena on, and AJ Styles will be taking on Luke Harper to see who will get a shot at the world's title, however, coming up at WrestleMania. Meanwhile, however, speaking of Raw, however, mind you, we understand, however, that Chris Jer- or Ric Flair was backstage last night at Raw, however, in Green Bay, and that also Brock Lesnar was apparently backstage, however, last night, too. In fact, after the show last night stopped taping, however, in Green Bay, or was on in Green Bay, however, mind you, apparently, however, he said that, however, uh, these two went at it, however, referring to Lesnar and uh Lesnar, even though Lesnar may not be on camera, however, mind you, until maybe this Sunday, possibly, in Milwaukee or next Monday in Chicago. Meanwhile, according to WrestlingInc.com, Chris Jericho is scheduled for TV and live events throughout the month of April. April. This will include the payback pay-per-view in San Jose at the end of the month. Jericho is scheduled to tour with Fozzie in May and will perform at the Download Festival in the UK on June 11th. Once those appearances are done, he expected he is expected to come back to WWE yet again. And speaking of Raw, however, we don't know the actual number yet, however, but we understand Raw ratings were up to a seven-week low last night, according to reports. In fact, Monday's episode scored a 1.08 rating, however, mind you. 
in the 1849 demographic and 3.123 million viewers, down 7% and 3% respectively from last week's 1.16 demo rating and 3.216 million viewers. While the viewership drop wasn't big, however, the number was still higher than the 3.087 million from two weeks ago. The rating hit the lowest point since the January 9th episode had a 0.97 demo rating. Raw ranked number two among cable originals for the night by Love and Hip Hop on VH1, 1.37 demo rating, and 2.63 million viewers per show bus daily. The hour, the hour numbers were listed as follows. 1.08 demo rating, 8 p.m., 3.127 million viewers. 9 p.m., 1.14 demo rating, 3.233 million viewers. 10 p.m., 1.02 demo rating, 2.918 million viewers. And that's all we got for right now. We haven't actually got the full number on these for the overall rating itself, however, as the score goes, but we hope to find out very soon. Thank you very much there, J.D. <clears throat> of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, they bring you all the news as fit to print, and, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's uh, uh, own, own words, the best way possible is always the old-fashioned way, and that is super glue and duct tape. Yes, sir, indeed. Let's go ahead and see what we have right here on tap here with the rest of history and birthdays provided here to us by our own human supposed machine, John Gross, for the final day of February, February 28th, 2007, for the final day of February the 28th. Uh, let's see, 35 years ago today, which would put it at about 1982. Yes, okay, it says it right there, okay. From Atlanta, Georgia, oh, the team of Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen defeated Jack and Jerry Briscoe in the finals of a one-night tournament to win the vacated NWA World Tag Team Championship. The title was vacated when Ole's original partner, Gene Anderson, was injured back in October, and Ole was forced to give up his half of the title two months later. Hmm. Let's see what else, what else we have right here. Uh, 31 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see, 1986, yes, in Houston, Texas. Dick Slater defeated Jake Roberts to win the Mid-South TV Championship. He would hold, be the last to hold the title for the name change a few weeks later when the Mid-South became the UWF. Okay. 28 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see here, uh, I want to say 1989. Yes, that's about right. Yeah, 1989 <clears throat> uh, at a WCW taping in Columbia, South Carolina, Rick Steiner and Eddie Gilbert defeated Kevin Sullivan and Steve Williams to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. And speaking of WCW, 17 years ago today, which would put it at the year 2000, on Nitro, the threesome known as Three Count, we all remember them, <laughs> yeah, defeated Brian Nobbs, of course, legendary nasty boy himself, Brian Nobbs, to win the WCW Hardcore title. All three men pinned Nobbs at the same time, and they were officially recognized as the champion as a group. I I vaguely remember that happening. Huh. Hmm. 
that same night in New York and also also back in the year 2000 in New York City at Madison Square Garden, Mark Henry and Crash Holly fought to a new contest for the WWE for the WWF Hardcore Championship with May Young interfering and delivering a splash on Crash. Oh Lord! <laughs> but later in the show, May gave birth to Mark Henry's hand after causing the out to be it's stopped. It's his birthday today. Yes. Yes. Uh, 15, 15 years ago today, which was put it at 2002, WWE presented Tough Enough 2 on MTV. It, it held on until May when Jackie Gata and Linda Miles won Tough Enough Season 2. Jackie wrestled on the Raw brand in the summer of 2002 until she wrestled her worst work match of 2002. Also, Jackie managed Rico and Charlie Haas in 2003-2004. She remained on the roster until her release in July of 2005. Two years ago today, which was put it at 2015, Vince Russo quits the, the website that he founded, pyroandballyhoo.com. Hmm. I never heard of that website. Hmm. And today we have a very special birthday, and it's a happy one. Happy 64th birthday to the legendary Hall of Famer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yes. And John's got some history on Mr. Steamboat. Let's go ahead and read what we have on tap. <clears throat> and before I do that, let me take care of something. Also, it's uh, Norman Smiley's 52nd birthday and Masato Tanaka's 44th birthday today, too. Oh, thank you very much there, J.D., for letting us know. Okay, let's sit here. Let me get back to that. Okay, let's see what we have on Ricky Steamboat right here. Steamboat went to high school in New York, and he graduated in 1971 from Boca Clega High School in Gulfport, Florida, where he was on the school wrestling team. He was a two-time New York State. <clears throat> he was a two-time New York State wrestling qualifier and a Florida State champion. Uh, <clears throat> he was a two. Yeah, see, I, I said that. He debuted in 1976 as a babyface in the AWA under his name, Rick Blood. He went from the AWA to CWF. Before his debut at CWF, Eddie Graham gave him the ring name Ricky Steamboat based on his resemblance to Hawaiian wrestler Sammy Steamboat. According to Steamboat, Graham thought Rick Blood was, was a good name for a heel, not for a face. He entered the NWA Jim Crockett Promotions in 1977 which ran under the concurrent brand names Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, Wide World Wrestling, as I think it's supposed to be Worldwide Wrestling, as well as Area Syndicate TV programs under those respective names, where he remained for the eight years of his career. He had been brought in by JCP Booker George Scott on the recommendation of Wahoo McDaniel. <clears throat> on Wahoo McDaniel, his brash young... Let's see. Okay, something... Some, uh, okay, uh, John got a little bit, uh, and also uh, uh, was on the recommendation of both Wahoo McDaniel and, I believe, uh, Ric Flair. <clears throat> His direction kind of brought Ric Flair, he was a natural fit. He stepped, in, stepped up to the plate when Flair began goading Steamboat. He knocked Flair out with a backhand chop to set up a match between the two. Ooh. Okay. Steamboat's star-making performance came when he pinned Flair after a double thrust off the top rope to win the NWA Mid-Atlantic TV Championship 
at WRAL Studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. In the next eight years in JCP, Steamboat became the NWA United States Heavyweight Champion three times and the NWA World Tag Team Champion six times. He had the NWA Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight title twice and won the NWA Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Championship straps four times and also the TV title, which had been renamed the NWA World Television Championship. Fans in the territory this day talk about steam, <clears throat> steamboat moments in where the flare steamboat craziness still continued. It would be flare causing facial scarring, and steamboat fought back by ripping flare's expensive suit to shreds. Steamboat and Youngblood painted yellow streaks down the backs of Paul Jones and Baron Von Raschke in order to embarrass him to defending the World Tag Team titles against the two. Steamboat and Youngblood's top drawing feud with Sergeant Slaughter and Don Cronodal. Steamboat and Youngblood began being turned on by their friends, <clears throat> uh, Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Steamboat feuded against former mentor Walker McDaniel, and in his last great series in the territory, he feuded with Tully Blanchard over the NWA TV title. After having creative differences with JCP Booker Dusty Rhodes, he left the NWA to head to the big leagues, and that was the WWF. 1995, he was offered a contract by Vince McMahon and joined the WWF. He was given the baby, he was given the gimmick babyface, <clears throat> uh, named the Dragon. He was replaced by by Key Kogi and long and long tights. His mother is Japanese American, hence his Asian features, which were crucial for his Dragon gimmick. He kept the name and gimmick for the remainder of his career. He defeated Matt Bourne, of course, at the inaugural WrestleMania one. That was a great match and defeated Mr. Fuji in September, but after his victory, he was attacked by Don Morocco, pitting Steamboat in a feud against Morocco and Fuji. During a televised episode of WWF Championship Wrestling, Steamboat and Morocco were scheduled for a match that did not officially start. Following Morocco's beatdown, Morocco and Fuji used Steamboat's karate black belt to hang him outside the ring before Steamboat was saved by Tito Santana and Junkyard Dog. In the opening round of Wrestling Classic, Steamboat wrestled Debbie Boy Smith and won via forfeit. He faced off against Randy Savage in the quarterfinals, but did not advance in the finals. He defeated Hercules at WrestleMania II and started feuding with Jake Roberts in 1986. The match between Roberts and Steamboat for Saturday night's main event didn't happen because of Roberts attacking Steamboat. Roberts delivered a DDT on the concrete floor on Steamboat. They battled each other in, in the fall when Steamboat defeated Roberts in their snake pick rematch. Afterwards, in November, he was injured again by Randy Savage after Savage injured his larynx with the ring bell, leading the Steamboat returning to the ring and putting one of the best classic matches at WrestleMania three against Randy Savage for the Intercontinental title. After he had won the title, he requested time off to be with his wife, Bonnie, but Vince wanted Steamboat to be a long-term champion. After he won the Intercontinental title several weeks ago, he asked Vince for some time off to be with his expecting the birth of their first son, they did not sit well with WWF management as he had groomed to become a long-term champion. After Steamboat's classic match with Savage, Steamboat requested time off so he could spend time with his family, but the management refused because Steamboat originally was going to have to be, once again, I think John's having a little bit of difficulty here. Uh, I keep repeating some of the same stuff. Uh, so he's, but what, basically what he was, of course, of course he was saying that the, uh, Steamboat wanted to be with his wife. I think his son was, was before his son was, going, was about to be born at the time after he had won the belt from Savage. 
But Steamboat would be punished, so Honky Tonk Man would regain the title. John, if you're having a little bit of difficulty reading it, I can go and find it and read the rest. Here we go. Steamboat returned to Survivor Series as a part of Randy Savage's team. Where the team won. And I belched. I'm sorry. He also beat Rick Rude by disqualification. And we're just waiting on the uh, human surface machine, John Gross, to bring us the rest of the history right here. And of course, like I said, today is, I think we said his, today he is uh, 64. 64, yes. At the 1988 Royal Rumble, he beat Rick Rude by DQ at the 88 Royal Rumble and wrestled Greg Valentine. In the WWF Championship Tournament, WrestleMania 4, in where he lost, he left the WWF thereafter. <laughs> and also he returned to in 1989 to WCW and where he beat Rick Flair for the NWA title at the shot he put uh, shot I think John I know what you're saying the shot town rumble he put the Chilton rumble <laughs> Yeah, but it's a shot down rumble. We know that. And also, we uh, had a small response here on our live video feed while John's getting the rest of the history up. 
Come on, Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, uh, just saying hello. Uh, seeing, and of course, she may try to pop on. Uh, yeah, Kale's under the weather, she said, and uh, basically, uh, just, uh, I talked to her a little bit ago, and Kale, I hope you feel better, guy. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, let's say a little bit of prayer for her son. Uh, yeah, he has the flu, he has that mess. Yeah. Bless his heart, yeah. I know when the, when, when the kids get it, you got to feel for them. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. And John said, he, uh, okay, John goes back to the history here. Uh, you see, he beat Ric Flair for the NWA title at the Shottown Rumble, but would drop the belt at Wrestle War. To Flair, who would drop the belt at Wrestle War to Flair after losing the belt, he took on Lex Luger in the summer, but afterwards he left WCW again. John, we know who, we, we know who you're talking about, though. He also went underwent surgery on his injured foot. John, I could finish it off. I mean, that's okay. That might help you. He may be having a little bit of difficulty, um, maybe with his computer at home. I'm not sure. Uh, let me let me see here. I think he's trying to. They brought their toys with them.
Okay, I see where he's... Okay. Caught? Okay, I see where he's... Uh, okay, he's okay. He's back on here. Okay, so never mind that then. Okay. He, he's... Uh, okay, John's back on here, so... All right. Uh, he feud, Okay, that's one thing we're talking about. We're talking about Ricky Steamboat, of course, today is his 64th birthday. He feuded with Robert Fuller over the NAWA... SAPW Heavyweight Championship up until he left the promotion in October of 1990. He toured with New Japan Pro Wrestling in the fall where he faced high-profile stars like Hiroshi Hase and the great Muda and teamed up with the likes of Owen Hart, Pegasus Kid, Ricky Choshu, Shinya Hashimoto, and Miguel Perez Jr. But would return to, to the WWF in 1991 simply billed as The Dragon. There were vignettes of him right before WrestleMania 7 but Steamboat never appeared at the event. He was mainly just mainly treated as a brand new wrestler. He went on to, to win numerous squash matches and would be victorious by defeating Haku, Smash, Paul Roma, Colonel Mustafa, Pat Tanaka, and the Warlord. And his only pay-per-view appearance during his second WWE tenure was at SummerSlam, where he teamed up with Kerry Von Erich and David Boy Smith to beat Warlord, Hercules, and Paul Roma. He stayed undefeated on television during his 1991 run, lost only one match, a house show match against Skinner. After his dark match loss, he gave his notice to WWF management and left the company shortly thereafter. It was rumored that Steamboat was quickly squashed by The Undertaker on Superstars to build Undertaker for his impending championship match against Hulk Hogan at Survivor Series, and that Steamboat chose to leave the WWF rather than lose to The Undertaker. Undertaker instead squashed Kerry Von Erich on Wrestling Challenge weeks prior to Survivor Series. During his time in the WWF, Steamboat asked Pat Patterson to work as a heel. He proposed to fight as a masked heel until somebody would remove his mask. But Patterson said he was a consummate babyface. So Steamboat was trying to, at one point, but it was like he was trying to do a heel, but he never got to do it, apparently. He returned to WCW again at, at Clash of the Champions as the surprise tag team partner of Dustin Rhodes, who, of course, would be later on known as Goldust. Substituted for Barry Windham, they defeated the Enforcers to win the World Tag Team titles, but lost the titles in January of 1992. Uh He began feuding with the Dangerous Alliance at this point, facing them in one of the most dangerous matches in WCW history, a War Games match. At WrestleWar, which received a five-star rating from Dave Meltzer, he unsuccessfully challenged Dangerous Alliance member, excuse me, former WWF alumni and United States heavyweight champion Rick Rude. Hmm. 
for the title, but did defeat Rude in an Iron Man non-title match at Super Brawl. He won the TV title in September of 1992 over Steve Austin. But we lose the title to Scott Steiner on September 29th. He won both his first NWA World Tag Team Championship and his second WCW World Tag Team title with Shane Douglas. In November, he defeated Barry Windham and Dustin Rhodes to to regain the tag team titles. On the March 1993 edition of Power Hour, not our Power Hour, but the older <laughs> edition of Power Hour, they lost the NWA and WCW belts to the Hollywood Blondes. Imagine if we actually had matches on one of our shows sometime. That'd be great. Yep. That'd be something. At Clash of the Champions, he defeated Paul Orndorff to win the WCW World Television Championship in September of 1993. The Reign... Ended when he lost to Lord Stephen Regal. They fought for the belt in a rematch, which, which resulted in a time limit draw. Because during those days, I think, J.D., wasn't the television championship under a rule or something that it was only... Yeah, a certain amount of time, yeah, something like that. 15 yes. minutes or something like that. Was, yeah, I think it was like 15, 20 minutes, something like that. That sounds about right, yeah. Mm-hmm. He engaged in one more feud in 1994 with Ric Flair. They both battled in the main event at Spring Stampede for the WCW Championship. I remember that match, too. Well, the title was briefly held up due to both men's shoulders being pinned at the same time on the May 14th edition of Saturday Night. He defeated Steamboat to reclaim possession of the title. The last match was on main event in July, which ended up, which ended with a DQ. When Steve, excuse me, when Steve Austin interfered, their last encounter was in a tag team match on the July 31st edition of main event, where Steamboat. Teamed with Sting against Ric Flair and Steve Austin. He earned a title shot at Steve Austin in August. He won the United States title over Austin, but had to give up the belt due to injury at Fall Brawl, and nonetheless was fired via FedEx by Eric Bischoff. Of course, Steamboat was not the only one that was fired via FedEx. Well, Austin was, too. Yes, he was, too. That's right. After an eight-year retirement, he played the role in the he played the role in the genesis of TNA. Huh, I didn't know that. 
Excuse me. Where he became the referee of the first gauntlet for the goal for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. He became the referee for the four-way. Double elimination match to crown the first holder of the TNA X Division Championship. He made appearances for Ring of Honor, where he also refereed. The first defense of the ROH Pure Wrestling Championship. In 2004, he engaged in a series of confrontations with CM Punk over Punk's arrogance. In matches, Steamboat refereed, and then it was CM Punk's inspiration to become the better person Steamboat knew he could be. Black Park 2004 saw, saw Steamboat feud with Mick Foley as well. Huh, but that was pretty good. The match to make peace at Final Battle 2004. He came back to the WWE in 2005 as a road agent and was introduced as a legend on the... His son, Richie, I remember, was also in NXT for a while. On the homecoming edition of Raw in October 2005, he said he want, that he wanted to come out of retire, retirement in early 2006. The idea was nixed. He made some various lot of event appearances as being referees for numerous WWE championship matches and live events. He had a small dance party at WrestleMania 23 with the other legends in where in where it was hosted by Crime Time. He made another WWE TV appearance during Ric Flair's farewell on the March 31st, 2008 edition overall. I think that was off camera, if I remember. Unless it was on camera, I can't. No, it was, it was very end of Raw. No, he came on. No, no, he, he was one of those that came on camera. That's right, yeah, because Wendell Marn and uh, JJ came down. That's right. The Horseman did. The Horseman did. Steamboat did. Greg the Hammer Valentine did. Harley Race did. Of course, Triple H did. Yes. Uh, Batista, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, obviously. Shawn Michaels was the last. And of course, Rick's family. And then, of course, they showed that they showed the extra stuff. Of course, we saw that all, all later on there too. Of course, we all saw when the Undertaker came out there and showed his respect. And Vince McMahon even came out there and. Uh, you know, raised his hand like it was in and as if he won a match or something like that. So, I mean, it was, yeah. Uh, in 2000, 2009, he returned to wrestling for a while by feuding with Chris Jericho after he was announced as the next member of the Hall of Fame. 
Jericho attacked him, but weeks later, both Steamboat, Flair, Snuka, and Piper attacked Jericho. He wrestled Jericho at WrestleMania 25 in his first match in nearly 15 years. He teamed up alongside Piper and Snuka. Although Piper and Snuka were eliminated, he held his own against Jericho by nailing his legendary diving crossbody and even a plancha, but Jericho went on to win the match. Steamboat also made his first in-ring Raw debut for the first time as he teamed up with John Cena, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, and CM Punk. Defeat Edge, Big Show, Matt Hardy, Jericho, and Kane, and where Steamboat's team won the match. Yeah, I remember that too. The crowd was still chanting, you still got it. I do believe that he still had it. He definitely had it. Oh, I agree. At Backlash, he returned again to face Chris Jericho, but Jericho put him away with the walls of Jericho. He returned to WWE again in, two, in June 2010 with a bunch of legends uh, with the likes of Dean Malenko, Arn Anderson, Jerry Lawler, IRS, and Michael Hayes. Ramona's near DVD but was attacked by the Nexus. Following day, Steamboat suffered injuries from the attack. And KD and John, while we continue to read this, I will let you know, in order to fit everything in here tonight, what we'll do is, like I said, I just mean like a brief, just a brief uh, opinion about last night's Raw, please. So please keep that in mind. Thank you very much. It caused WWE to take down storyline information related to that attack. But he he felt legitimate pain on his neck and shoulders, as a result, was now legitimately hospitalized, and it caused WWE to take down storyline information related to that attack. On December 17, 2012, during WWE Raw, Ricky Steamboat appeared alongside Jim Ross and Gene Oakland to announce the winner of the Sammy Award Match of the Year, in which it was won by Triple H and The Undertaker at WrestleMania 28. Oh, and I just got some news coming in. Okay. And uh, one, one last thing, and J.D. has a, 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 another uh, quick story. Let me get this right past you, Dean, on I'll turn, I'll turn your list. He worked as an NXT trainer to his son. Richie was released. He moved on to become an ambassador. And has, and, and finally, John says, always up with the history and birthdays. Uh, John, thank you very much. Uh, and before I, I thank J.D. for the news, he's actually got one thing he needs to ask. So, J.D., please go ahead and bring it to our attention. Okay. Yes, go ahead, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, According to reports, and I'm just seeing this clip now online, I don't know if it's been confirmed yet or not, 
but we'll have to uh, look into this very, very carefully. According to reports, and this is from the Joe Cronin show online, however, breaking this story in, however, apparently. Uh, reports are saying, I have not been able to confirm it yet or not, but we'll look into this carefully, that the Miracle Mike Bennett and Maria have left TNA Wrestling. But no confirmation as of yet. As There's no confirmation about it yet, but Joe Cronin says that he heard from some sources that close to him that apparently that is the case. And also, the other story, apparently Shaq and Big Show will not happen now at WrestleMania. Unless something happens in the next few weeks, but this I think... Huh. Yeah. Is there any yeah, But, uh, yeah, sure. according to reports, Joe Cronin, I'm, I'm still... And this is... But I just heard... This is... I'm just going to listen to this again real quick. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to find out more in this story about uh, Maria and... Uh, Mike Bennett, but right now, as of now, there's been nothing yet confirmed to us at this point. Uh, I'm going to check this out, however, after apparently, as we said, Matt and Jeff Hardy, of course, left uh, this past weekend. However, Drew Galloway has also been, like, I mean, asked for his release this week, but nothing has been confirmed to us yet about Mike Bennett and also Maria. I mean, like I said, it could be a silly rumor, it could be something like that, but uh, right now, uh, that is the early discussion we have heard at the moment, at this time. Yeah, thank you very much, J.D. And like I said, we'll be staying on top of this. Of course, like I said, just in case you have our joining us here listening, listening to us right now, of course, J.D. is, is here. And un, right now, it's an unconfirmed report right now that apparently TNA power couple, Maria Canellis and the Miracle Mike Bennett, apparently have left TNA. But right now we had cannot confirm that. We're trying to find out some more uh, interesting, some more stories, some more information on that. Uh, and also, of course, now apparently, in addition, another hot, another match that was really hyped up, uh, uh, that was really hyped up for this year's WrestleMania, which was the Big Show taking on basketball legend Shaquille O'Neal. Apparently, it seems it may not even happen at all. And we have so. So right now we don't have anything confirmed. Uh, let's see. Okay, Michelle says she's gonna call, so I'll tell her when she gets on the line. However, but I'm gonna get. Up, I'm gonna start staying on top of this story as soon as I can. But like I said, this is again from Joe Cronin show. Joe Cronin, C R O N I N show. Uh, like I said, he said he heard about this. I'm gonna check a couple other websites if I can. While Michelle's trying to get on the line, however, but I'm going to look at some of the t- other top websites, however. But as of now, nothing has been confirmed yet. Sure. Well, thank you very much there, uh, JD. And of course, uh, we'll definitely try to do our best to stay on top of this here in the radio network. And when we get more more reports in, we'll definitely bring it to you as best we can, possibly can here on, of course, on TalkShoe. And of course, we'll put it on some of our pages as well, including. Uh, WWUS Network News or WWUS Revolution Facebook page. Yeah, but this this is the story here now about uh, Shaquille. I can say this, though. This is the reports on Shaq and Big Show. According to recent reports by Shaq on his podcast, the heavily discussed match between him and Big Show is likely not happening. Shaq discussed the match on the big podcast with Shaq, saying it's, quote, probably right that the match won't happen, but implied it's not because of him. He went on to say, it's not going to happen. That's probably right. It's not my fault. That's all you need to know. It ain't my fault. Oh, it ain't my fault. It don't matter what they say. It has nothing to do with the diesel and his management. That's what I got to say. But it's totally off yet, but it's not looking good. But it doesn't matter, however. 
I'm still working out, and I still look better than Big Show. I'll still meet him wherever he wants to meet me. These next 30 days, I'm about to go hard. I'm still doing it like it's going down. Shaq then noted, of course, that he would start two-a-day training sessions this week and said if he does show up, however, it's, quote, going down, however. Big Show also recently talked to WWE about the proposed match, saying he thinks Shaq was terrified of facing him and Shaq was trying to get out of the match, however. In fact, however, he believes, however, saying, I just got the feeling, however, he's terrified, believe it or not. In fact, the Big Show recently spoke with WWE.com on social media regarding the match, and this is what he had to say. I mean, here's the thing. We shot this off at the SB Awards. Shaq said he's in. I thought this would be a good match of fans to see two Giants go at it. And I see Shaq riding around singing karaoke and stopping at Krispy Kreme. I'm like, hey, if you're not going to take it serious, find something else to do. I've given 22 years of my blood, sweat, and tears to this business, and I'm doing this favor to Shaq. This could be my last WrestleMania. He needs to step up. I'm not trying to be mean, but my time's valuable. I get it. I don't have foot powder commercials, car commercials, insurance commercials. I get it. He's a busy man. But if he's going to step in the ring in my business at our biggest event of the year, show me you're serious. If anything, talk a little trash. Let me know you're motivated because right now I just get the feeling he's terrified. He shot his mouth off and he's in over his head and he's trying to back out. So just let me know what's going on, brother. So there you go. There you go. So we'll definitely be... Uh... We'll definitely be, like I said, we keep keep our eyes on this. Of course, we've still got a little ways to go for WrestleMania. So, you know, if, the, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. If it happens, it happens. I mean, um, that's, that's going to be kind of sad, though, if they kind of all of a sudden pushed push it, push it out the window there and like that. Let's wait and see what happens. But JD, thank you very much for the latest updates there. We do appreciate that. And we'll definitely keep you apprised of it if we do hear any updates on these stories. <clears throat> I do thank you also, JD, for the news earlier here in the show. 1724-444-7444. Call ID one three eight zero five five pounds You're listening to episode 297 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, February 28th, 2017. I am, once again, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line alongside the Iceman J.D. Jared DiGiolamo, a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also the human suplex machine John Gross on the chat box tonight, who is a, the first 2016 Hall of Famer as well. <clears throat> also, of course, the WWS Radio Network group tour continues to make continues to roll, roll along, and, they, and tonight the, the group tour by the group known as True Pioneers of Wrestling, where our live video feed is going right now, even as we speak. So if you want to chime in, please feel free to uh, uh, visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling pioneers always. So let's go ahead and get right on into it. Like I said, uh, gentlemen, just keep your uh, reviews of Raw here a little bit brief. I want to, I'll, I'll try to get a, a little bit of wrestling extras in tonight, if I may. Uh, so... Uh, uh, JD, we'll go ahead and get you started, my man. You go ahead and let us know what, uh, in a nutshell your take on uh, some of the key moments of Raw last night. Well, I mean, for the third week in a row, however, it just seems like, however, Raw is gone completely in the crapper. I mean, they went into Green Bay last night thinking everything was going to be hunky-dory and everything like that, and it turned out to be a mixed bag at best. 
I mean, yeah, the first match, obviously, of course, a rematch from last week with Big E and Xavier taking on Handsome Rusev and, of course, her body Mahal with Lana, if you will, which went 10 minutes, of course. They did like a skit of the Oscars, however, at the beginning when it looked like how the Shining Stars were going to come out and face the New Day. But then, of course, they would go on to face the Big Show later in the night in a handicap match, which Big Show squashed them inside of two minutes. Uh, this was an okay match to start out the show, mind you. But, of course, uh, once again, it seems like, however, that Mahal and Rusev aren't going nowhere with their tag team at all. I mean, last week we saw what happened when Xavier had a little fun with Lana blowing the trombone, how it's scaring her. This week he didn't do it, of course, because he was in the ring. And uh, basically Kofi sat out uh, last night's action instead. However, it was okay to begin the show that way. Uh, the Goldberg beginning wasn't too bad. However, we knew him and Owens were going to have a confrontation with one another, of course. And, of course, we didn't see Chris Jericho show up because of what had happened over the weekend in which Owens roughed up uh, Jericho once again. I do think, however, Jericho might be involved in this match coming up on Sunday. I would not be surprised if that happens there. Uh, the Cruiserweight thing, however, uh, I mean, when we first started this, I think, I mean, I don't know how many months ago it began, however, I think we were all excited, we were hyped, hyped for it, we were entertained, going to be ready for it. Instead, uh, the last two or three weeks, and really for a while now, they just kind of pissed on it. They really have. I mean, case in point, last night you have Toaza taking on Scar Supernova, Noah Emptar, Alicia. That goes three minutes long, and then later in the night, you have another Cruiserweight match that goes not even two minutes long, however, mind you in the form of uh, Jack Gallagher and TJP taking on Neville and Tony Nese. And, of course, tonight Neville's supposed to deliver his state of the 205 live address on the show here right now. Um, as far as any other matches go, I mean, you had Luke Gallows with Carl Anderson take on Big Cass and Enzo, of course. Big Cass ended up winning in 240, however, which was really quick. Uh, the big question is now, however, I mean, the last few weeks we've seen what has happened to the club ever since they won the titles, however, from uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. How are they become, once again, a comedy act, however, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I hope that uh, they stop wasting these guys because they're not doing anything right with these guys at this point. Um, I would not be surprised, however, if Enzo and Cass does leave with the gold, however, on Sunday, but you never know. I think Gallows Anderson got to stay with the gold a little longer. Uh, another joke match that should have been really not even on the show was Sheamus versus Titus O'Neil, which went only 20 seconds long. Uh, then, you, of course, you have the Rollins. Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, uh, Hunter thing, which was good. I mean, it was decent. But once again, uh, the big question is, is Rollins good to go? I mean, he says that he's not sure if he'll be fighting at WrestleMania. I don't know if uh, he'll be ready to go in time. I mean, he says right now it's up in the air. Uh, I hope he is ready because if he isn't, however, it's a shame that once again you have to have Triple H with his little pit bull bitch Samoa Joe attack him and take him out of the equation for Mania, which is ridiculous. Uh, then you go to uh, the women's matchup involving Bailey and Sasha versus Nia and Charlotte. Uh, this was a pretty good match, but once again it showed that Nia Jax, of course, continues to be a brute monster, and most of the match, however, she didn't sell. Because apparently, however, I guess they wanted her to be a strong last night and be this tough, strong diva. So instead of having Charlotte's little pet chihuahua, Dana Brooke, in the ring, you had to have a big 
Rottweiler, mean Doberman in the form of Nia Jax, who basically took a bite out of Bo Bailey and Sasha. But speaking of bites, of course, uh, we saw later in the night Stephanie announce that Sasha is going to be forced to face Nia Jax. However, if uh, because apparently she says that she continues to ride on Bailey's coattails, I mean. Stephanie, just shut the hell up, okay? Seriously, shut the F up right now, because you are nothing but a conniving, weasley little bitch like your husband, who has basically Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe in his pocket, however, just like you have his balls in your pocket too, honey. And as far as the end of the show goes, uh, the contract signing between Roman and uh, Strowman was okay. It was not one of the better contract signings, but... Once again, for the third week in a row, we haven't heard the final figure as far as the rating goes on Raw. Hopefully, we'll know that soon. If not tonight, then in the next day or two. But for the third week in a row, they dropped the ball. And like I said, with four weeks to go, they better start picking up the ball soon. Because right now, the last three weeks, they have absolutely gone from being, at one point, somewhat decent and getting back to normal, however, to going back to the same old thing week after week because it's becoming more and more stale. And uh, the only other highlight that was on last night, so that was good to see. Congratulations to Beth Phoenix for going into the Hall of Fame, although I wanted China to go in. However, I think they're still not sure how it's her time yet, but hopefully it'll be next year. We'll see what happens there. But for Beth Phoenix to go in this year, I was a little surprised to see her being announced to the Hall of Fame last night, if you ask me. So there you go. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., uh, for your review there. Thank you very much, there, sir. And while, of course, while J.D. was at the end, of course, I did happen to notice that uh, that infamous spider made its way in here to the... I think it's uh, going to take a bite out of something. I, I, think he's about, I think he's about to take his bite out of something. Uh, now, normally, like I said, it says something on here that only it would only let uh, um, our, our main man... Uh, NWO GTS uh, read off, but uh, um, uh, I'm sure it won't mind if I read if I if I actually read it. Tonight. It says I'm one half of the best six women's duo, however, on the Revolution the, Radio Network. The, the black the, the black widow who has attitude. Uh, yes. that's my condensed condensed version. Yes. Uh, right there, and, and I, I do thank that spider for allowing me to say that tonight. But uh, GTS does said a whole lot better. Uh, let's go ahead and bring her in here right now. She is, of course, <clears throat> uh, of course, a two thousand the first two thousand fifteen WWS Hall of Famer. She is also, of course, uh, the host of, of TNA Main Event and WWS Women's Revolution, which we hope to hopefully get back on here really, really soon. Uh, also, of course, part of the Attitude Duo from WWS Attitude Radio, of course, uh, alongside TNWO Gerard T. Smith. Also, of course, uh, <clears throat> also, of course. Uh, uh, another big part of all of our shows here in the radio network, the first lady of of wrestling right here, uh, and the one and the only, the black widow herself, the lovely, lovely MLD, is Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome to number 297 of Revolution. Oh, hello. Hello, Michelle. Uh, first off, Michelle, before we go into anything here this evening, I'm sure J.D. and John will join me. And saying, of course, that we uh, we did hear the news about your son, and we do hope that uh, we are saying prayers tonight. We hope he does get the film back. Thank you very much, <clears throat> Michelle. Let me ask you something real quick, and before you get we get into anything else, okay. uh, I just mentioned to Chad, and I have not been able to yet confirm it. Unfortunately, maybe you've heard it too, but uh, waiting for confirmation. Joe Cronin has reported on his talk show tonight at the moment. 
that apparently Mike Bennett and Maria have asked for their release in TNA. Have you heard that yet? And if so, what is your take? Um, that's not official yet. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I know that they are leaning towards that basically because of the way things are going. Mm-hmm. Um, if they get rid of Mike and Maria, I will not watch TNA no more. They have already lost uh, the Hardys and Drew Galloway, I think that's a, a hard enough hit. Um, the show's going to go to shit. And Jeff Jarrett saying that they cannot use the Broken Hardy uh, gimmick anywhere is bullshit because TNA has no holds hold over that gimmick on them. That was all Matt Hardy's idea. So yeah. they can't... Um, they can't take that away from them. If they want to go with that, just WWE, Lucha, NXT, wherever the hell they decide they're going to go, they can take it wherever they want to go. Okay. So, yes, we, we're still waiting. Yeah, because, uh, I, like I said, when I heard the story about uh, Marie and Michael, Mike Bennett, I was thinking right away you might have heard something about it ahead of time. It is not confirmed yet. Okay, so it's not confirmed yet. Okay, so there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you very much, Jared uh, J.D., for bringing, for bringing that to uh, Michelle's attention. I do appreciate that. Uh, let's see what John has to say here. Of course, his, he's got a brief thing to talk, want to talk about um, Raw last night. And uh, then Michelle, we're going to keep a little bit brief because we're going to do a little wrestling, a couple of pieces pieces of wrestling that wrestling we're gonna get some wrestling extras in before the end of the night um tonight. So so if any key moments you can think of this stuff uh, this this uh be prepared after I get John's read, I'll I'll turn it over to you next. Uh, let's see what John has to say here of course talking about in the heart of Wisconsin which was in Green Bay last night where Raw took place. Goldberg kicked Kicked us off talking about how he was going to win against KO at Fastlane. Owens comes out and says that Goldberg will feel the evolution of Kevin Owens, and then they tease up on a street fight, but unfortunately, KO decides to walk away. Then Kofi and Big E pull a fast swerve on the Shining Stars, similar to what, they, what happened down at the Academy Awards. Of course, John says he does not watch the Academy Awards, but he definitely heard some gossip on what happened. <laughs> so the Shining Stars will take on the big show while the New Day takes on handsome Rusev and Jinder handsome Rusev, that's hilarious. And Jinder Mahal in a tag team match. Do they win? Rusev and Mahal argue after the match. Now from where Johnson was told he heard some gossip too that Rusev will take a little bit of thirty days off to train. But for once he didn't see Rusev with his mask. Stephanie then talks down to Foley again. Cruiserweight match with Akira Tozawa and Noam Dar. Tozawa wins. Kendrick comes out and teaches Tozawa another lesson. Then we have a tag team match. Well, supposedly going to be Sasha and Betty versus Charlotte and Dana. But then again, Charlotte has Nia Jackson on her side. Nia surprisingly beats Bailey in the tag team match. It's pretty apparent that whoever the champ is, Nia Jax has their number. Big Cass and Luke Gallows match. Cass wins against Gallows. But Johnson does not see Cass and Enzo win the belts here. Sheamus versus Titus O'Neil in 19 seconds. Yeah, this match made John want to catch him outside. And he said he got this done about an episode of Dr. Phil 
with a teen lady and, and a girl saying, catch me outside or something like that. Or, I don't know if anyone knows what, I'm, what he's talking about. but uh, okay. Anyway, Rollins uh, and Triple H and Samoa Joe, you know, uh, Rollins is going to be ready at WrestleMania. It's only going to be a matter of time. Big Show, once again, squashes the shining stars, poor, poor shining stars. Well, not poor shining stars. Shining stars are drinking and eating through a straw. First of all, tag team match. Another one here, Gallagher and Perkins win the match against Neville and Tony Nese. I'm John thinking that, that after Fastlane, they need to have a cruiserweight ladder match at WrestleMania for the cruiserweight title. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Samoa Joe and Cesaro, good match, could have been the main event, but Joe beats a former U.S. champion in Cesaro. He's 2-0. But can he go 3-0 Fastlane is the question. Reigns and Strowman, the contract signing, all hell breaks loose between the two. Reigns hits a spear on Strowman on the barricade, and all of that, he spares the security guard. The security guard without a care in the world. Then he tries to sign the contract. Strowman gets up and Reigns tries to bring him down. Strowman throws Reigns into the ropes and turnbuckle and rope and falls down. That's unbelievable. The force of Strowman throwing Reigns into the buckle. John says Strowman and Reigns just destroyed everything. One security guard, one turnbuckle, and one rope. The question is, they had better reinforce the ring at Fastlane. And John says all he's saying about Strowman and Reigns and that he's done with his review of Monday Night Raw. Strowman and Reigns sucks. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, the main man himself here has arrived. He is, of course, the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network and the COO of WCWS. He is a 2014 and 2017 Hall of Famer. He is the one, he is the only, he is the king, NWO, GTS himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, welcome to 297 of Revolution. I'm fucking here. Yes. Fucker. Yes, sir, indeed. Uh, Gerard, any, anything you wish to add in terms of uh, uh, about last night's Monday Night Raw? I can't remember it. What was today? Uh, I can't remember yesterday. Let's move right. on from that. Okay. All right. That's all right. No problem, bud. No problem. Uh, Michelle, you want to go ahead and give your review of Raw? Um, yeah. <clears throat> of course I do. <laughs> um, and I, ladies I and gentlemen, this is TV 14 ahead of time, just to give you a warning. Yeah, even, even if she keeps it short, she will, she will be going out of control. So, uh, everybody, uh, make sure you have your bulletproof vest on, by the way. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, I thought that the uh, Seth Rollins Triple H uh, thing segment was phenomenal. Uh, Triple H, I swear to God, even though that man is still not is not wrestling in the ring currently right now, he has awesome, awesome freaking promos. Um, the Mojo can stick it, as far as I'm concerned. That big bastard needs to be taken down too. Um, of course, you know, it started off with the bird and Kevin Owens. And Kevin Owens' comment of the evolution was golden to me. Um, I, I think Kevin Owens is amazing. Um, I, I think you're probably going to see a split up of Enzo and Cass 
very soon upcoming. That's just my thing because I think that Cass is getting tired of basically carrying the weight of the tag team, and and I get that and I understand it. And uh, I hate to tell you, but they probably are going to win the belts at Fastlane Sunday. It's just my opinion. It's just a feeling I get. Um, the Stephanie McMahon, what she said to Bailey and Sasha, I'm sorry, JD, I'm going against you. That was freaking great. It was awesome. It was priceless. She has a point. In other words, she's telling Sasha Banks to pull her head out of Bailey's ass right now because we all know that Sasha's going to turn heel. Oh yeah, get ready to turn on her little little sixteen year old pretend want to be a cute little friend, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, um, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to do. You're right. I agree, but I think at the same time, I think it's time for people. I think it's time for Stephanie to quit acting like the arrogant prick that she is, and talking down to Mick Foley the way she did last night. Uh, and, and I don't disagree with you on that, but you have to give Stephanie credit where credit is due. Yeah. You do. Um, no doubt. You know, no some, doubt. Of her, some of her promos and some of her sayings and stuff here lately, she's really stepped her game up and she's she's done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, the Roman Reigns Braun Strowman signing thing. Um, I, I saw John's video and and John said that he was tired of it ending with Roman and seeing Roman stand tall. Okay. I get that, understand that, been there, done that. I felt the same way. But Braun Strowman needs to be stopped, period. I mean, we have to all come to the conclusion of that. Yes, he's a big man. Yes, he's he's not a beast. Don't say that because for me there's only one beast in WWE, and that's Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> but he is a big man. Um. He's been unstoppable, yes, whatever. But, um, you know, they say Rollins was out of control. He was, you know, running to hurt people, blah, blah, blah. And now, what does Samoa Joe say? He's there to hurt people. Yeah, real cute. Um, he really disgusts me. He really makes me sick. Um, you will see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and he will be kicking probably both of their asses. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to laugh. Jericho is going to ruin it for Owens because Goldberg is going to win that damn title Sunday. It's going to happen. Um, let's see. Roman needs a heel turn. I'm going to say that and I'm going to continue to keep saying that. Roman needs to go back to the Roman Reigns that he was when he first debuted in the Shield when they were the heel faction Everybody hated them, blah, 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 and then they started liking them. When Roman stands there and shuts up and doesn't say anything, that's the that's the golden Roman reigns that we need. When Roman opens his mouth and takes the mic, I want to shove it down his throat. So that's the way that that needs to go. Um, I'm going to say one thing, and I'm, I'm going to stop after that. Uh, SmackDown is ruining Raw. Period. Especially after tonight, and I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to give nothing away. But after tonight, they are killing Raw, killing them. Yeah, it was an amazing show. Amazing. Uh, Raw overall was okay. Like I said, 
prepare to see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania because he's going to be there, and he is he's pissed, and he wants revenge. And if Samoa Joe wants to bring the heat, Rollins is going to bring it back to him ten times fold over uh, over and over again. I agree. Now, come tomorrow night when y'all discuss SmackDown, I got lots to say about that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness, MLD. Oh, thank you very much, sir, MLD, for that. Uh, and, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some time here. So, as a matter of fact, guess what? While y'all were talking, <laughs> and and I was listening intently. Don't get me wrong. I was paying, very cl- paying attention to everybody. I found another fresh... Wrestling Jeopardy board. Oh, nice. Yes. So, uh, GTS, MLD, JD, and John, are y'all up for a round of Jeopardy? Do we have to answer in the form of a question? Who is? Well, I like to keep it close to the to tradition, if I can. Let's do it. I'm game. GTS? What do you want? How would you feel about some wrestling Jeopardy, my man? All right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm sure, like I said, John is up now. He may have some problems with his uh, with his uh, phone and chat box and all that too. So, uh, all right, guys. Here we go. The questions go from 100 to 500 here, and. And the the categories are WrestleMania, championships, signature moves, matches, and tag teams. Uh, so, uh, like I said, it's one through it's one through five hundred on all of them here. Uh, uh, we for Alex. Well, you each what, what I've been doing with this is is just to make to make it uh, to make it fair. I'm I'm giving everyone an opportunity to. Uh, just, 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 just to to pick one instead of instead of doing it like they do on the show. Right. Yeah. Right. Everybody gets. To, everybody, I get everybody a turn. Everybody gets a turn. My in my version. Yeah. So GTS, my man, you are first, my man. Oh, that's sweet nibbles. I'm first. <laughs> So cuddly. So I drink a beer. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do something. Uh, tag teams for 500. Tag teams for 500. Okay. And here it is. Uh, and does not say which ones exactly, but uh, you can just take a guess on this. Who are the current tag team champions? That's a tricky question. That's like, I never mind. I was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what right. I said. Man. They're, they're not. It's, it's uh, uh, that's like drinking beer in the dark. Um, mm-hmm. who's tag team champions right now? Well, you know what I'm gonna say. So, if it's wrong, it's wrong. I don't really care. It's the club, baby. 
Okay, this is I think it's not updated that far. They they they're gone really really far back here uh, because they got the answer here as Gold Dust and Cody Rhodes. Okay. Oh Jesus! Oh, okay. uh, that's that's that, that's going way back. <laughs> okay, but I yeah, wouldn't but, have known that if I wanted to. But okay. Okay, yeah, but 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 I'm not saying you're eight, but you are you are right on that, my man, GTS, my man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, but, uh, MLD, uh, are we doing, doing current? Uh, whatever the quiz is, it's whatever the quiz is. They might be current, but they might not be not. So might not be fully up to date, possibly. All right. Okay, MLD, you are you are this. I'm gonna uh, signature moves for five hundred. Signature moves for five hundred. Stone Cold Steve Austin's signature move. The Stone Stone Cold Stunner. And yeah, and this time y'all you, y'all don't have to do the question thing if you don't want to. That's okay. Okay. Oh, what is Stone Cold Stunner? Y'all don't have to. Y'all don't have to. It's okay. And you heard MLD is correct. <laughs> it is Stone Cold Stunner. JD, you're next. Okay, so we got matches, tag teams, and what are the other ones again? WrestleMania Championships. Uh, I'll just go over them again. WrestleMania Championships, signature moves, matches, and tag teams. I'm going to say matches for 400. Matches for four. Who did Brock Lesnar face at Extreme Rules in 2012, and what kind of match was it? Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to say Michelle. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say the match was. Uh, I know Michelle is going. I'm going to guess. Uh, Michelle is going to know the answer because I'm going to guess wrong on a podcast well, today. I'll, all right, I'll try to think. Let me see. Jeff Hardy and was it a street fight? You say Jeff Hardy and a street fight. You're going to kick yourself in the head, J.D. Yeah. It was John Cena and an Extreme Rules match. There you go. Yep. You're going to get okay. F5 by MLB. Yes. Uh, and speaking of F5, however, uh, there's reports now, and this is just coming in now, guys. TNA says here has now lost two more names from its roster. PW Insider has confirmed by multiple sources that Mike Bennett and Marie have, Maria have left the company. The two were working per appearance deals with the company since their contracts expired late last year and were talks to be signed. One source says that they agreed to terms, but later told TNA that they would not be re-signing. So there you go. Damn it! And Galloway and maybe the Hardys are leaving, so... Yeah, they're gone. They left it. Oh, they're gone. Yeah, Galloway said Sunday, I'm done after two years, and the Hardy says they're not going to re-up their contract. They're done. They're not going to work this week's TV tapings at all, along with Maria and the the Hardys and maybe Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett would be good in WWE, I think, and Maria coming back, I think she'd be welcome. She she did pretty well when she was here last time. Why not? With a better better attitude this time. yeah. A different answer than she had oh, before. I that, but... So there you go. Yeah. That's true. John, uh, you're up next, man. Uh, category and question, please. Uh, excuse me. Whoa! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
John says, tag teams for 200. Okay. John, one of the, what, what is one of the most destructive tag teams in WWE history? Oh. I, of course, any, that could be pretty much any tag team. Yeah. But, but yeah. But, but like I said, I just simply just found this at random. I was just sipping through. I was trying to... There's a lot of these... Jeopardy templates, I couldn't find a complete ones at one time, and Gerard and JD can tell you. John's actually saying the Brothers of Destruction. Oh, I would go with that, too, yeah. And believe it or not, John, believe it or not, the answer is that they give here is DX. Destructive. Yeah, well, I, DX. I wouldn't really call it destructive. If you think of destructive, you think of the road boys, you think of demolition. I was going to say D would be the best tag team. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Uh GTS sir, you are you are back up. Oh, oh goody. What's the what's the topics again? WrestleMania championships, signature moves, matches, and tag teams. I'll take signature moves, Alex. What's left in there? Uh, one, two, three, and four hundred. I'll take four hundred. Four hundred signature moves. Fandango's signature move. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> uh, he does a leg drop off the top rope. I don't know what it's called. Fruity Loops or... I don't know. <laughs> Fruity Loops? What the hell? Fruity Loops? Yeah, I don't know. It seems gay to me. But go on. It's wrong. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Actually, believe it or not, GTS, uh, it didn't give the actual name of it. What you said the first time is right. The leg drop off the top of the box. Ding, 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 ah. ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Anyway, so it's okay. 
JD, you're not next on me. All right, I'm going to take WrestleMania for 500. WrestleMania for 500. Who is one of the only men who can claim to be undefeated at WrestleMania? And here's a hint, it is not The Undertaker. Hulk Hogan? Everybody's going to flip when I say the answer. Bondongo. What? Oh. What? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's what I said. Uh, John, you're up next, my man. What is Roman Reigns for 300? <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the Roman Reigns hater? That's John Gross. If I found one with that category on it, I would flip. <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, this one may have been not may not been updated, and I apologize for in advance there, guys. John, the categories, all of them are still available. WrestleMania, championships, signature moves, matches, and tag teams. WrestleMania still has one through 400. Championship still has all five. Signature moves has one, two, and three. Uh, matches still has one through three and five. And tag team still has one and four. Matches for 300 is what John wants. That's what he gets, matches for 300. All right, John, who did Seamus face at Extreme Rules in 2011? He faced John Grossman. I thought you were going to say John Cena. (laughs) No, Uh, Could have been worse. I could have said Jared DiGiromo. Hey! Okay, now let's do it. Okay. Uh, And Don says, he said the answer was Kofi Kingston. And he's right. (laughs) It was was a table, he said it was a tables match for the U.S. title. Okay. I vaguely remember that match. GTS, my man, you are once again back on the table, my man. I'm on the table. All right. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Am I stripping? Never mind. No, <laughs> I'm in my boxers. I'm sorry. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> signatures for 300. Which one? I'm sorry, I didn't hear your but Signatures for 300. Okay. All right, I'll play Rick Rude's music for you. He's going to do that there, my man. <laughs> but like you said, it always All right, you. you do it. Hey. I'll get uh, on something. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Shanice's signature move, GTS. <laughs> It's the broad kick, motherfucker. Uh, Probably didn't have the motherfucker at the end, but... Right, and they got the cloverleaf. Fuck you, the, it's the broad kick, but whatever, I don't well, know. I'm always the broad kick. Right. Yeah, he used that I am right, I'm always right, don't you ever doubt me. It's the I broad kick. It's, it's 
Joking around, he says him versus JD at SummerSlam. 
Yes, and Michelle is being the guest referee for it. Yeah, there you go. This was back in this was this was this was back in thirteen. Okay, no. Yes. No, John said it was a joke. He said Brock versus Cena at WrestleMania twenty nine. Okay. Holy cow, he's right again. <coughs> he's right again. Damn. Oh, uh, let GTS say that. Holy what, Gerard? Bible Holy fucking shit, Batman, Robin, and Joker. Take <laughs> <laughs> think of GTS, but man, you are you are next. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Yes, sir. Signatures for 200. Signature moves, 200. <laughs> Gold dust signature moves. <laughs> uh, oh, Shattered Dreams. Shattered Dreams? I don't know if he renamed the move or not, but he's got here the curtain call. The same yeah, thing. thing. Shotta's not. It's the same thing. Okay, all right. Well, if it is, okay. But but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll give GTS that one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The man knows his stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. Like, okay. Um, MLD, you are. Next. Oh dear God. Um. Sorry, I, I, that's a bad impression. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna do tag teams. What's left on tag teams? Tag teams is one or four hundred. I'll do four hundred. Four hundred for tag teams. Okay, this is gonna be funny. If this is not what we think the answer to this is, who was Edge tag team partnered with? Oh my fucking um Christian. Cross your fingers, folks. Michelle, you got it right. It was Christian. <laughs> I was about to say. At least they didn't screw that one up, and I'm glad they didn't. No, you don't want to screw that up. And uh G uh crap, I can't even talk to tell y'all things. J D, you're next. I'm gonna say give me uh signature moves for one hundred. Oh no! Signature moves one hundred. <laughs> All right, JD. CM Punk signature move. <laughs> Go to sleep. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that is one of those moves. The Anaconda Vice is the other. Yeah, you. That's that's what they got. But I take your first answer. It's the Anaconda Vice. But the way they got spelled is A N C O D A as one word, and then O and then the word of, and then V I S E. Yes. Okay. I, I thought it was spelled differently. Yep. All right, John. Uh, you are. Uh, you are up next. The signature moves has officially been used. You got WrestleMania for one, two, and four hundred. 
championships for one, two, four, and five, matches for one and two, or tag teams for one. Championships for 400. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be funny. And, John, I would think back a little ways here. Don't think real update on this. Who is the current WWE champion? <laughs> this is going to be funny. Because I'm sure this is probably dated for several years, so you got to think. You got to think a little bit about this, there, John. All right, John is guessing Daniel Bryan. Well, close. Uh, actually, he said a name that MLD likes. Uh, Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> RKO. It makes MLD M-E-L-T. <laughs> GTS, uh, WrestleMania 1, 2, and 400. Championships 1, 2, and 5. Matches 1 and 2. And tag teams 1. It's still a left. Tag teams 1. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> All right. EVS Pie. Who was is, who is in the tag team, the New Age Outlaws? Oh, my God. Fat-ass <laughs> Billy Gunn and mm. Billy James. Okay. That's right. The Road Dog and, and of course, I got to say for MLG one more time, Again. Uh-huh. All right, who's up? Uh, I do believe, and speaking of MLD, she is up next if she has not melted yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania 1, 2, and 4, championships 1, 2, and 5, matches 1 and 2, Joe. Um, uh, I'm going to do championships for four. Was one, two, or five in this case? Oh, sorry. Um, I'll do two. I'm not doing five. <laughs> you do the 500 one? Okay. Yes? Is that right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Who was the first U.S. champion? The first? Yeah. Third Henning? No. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can remember. I don't know exactly when they're asking for. <laughs> well, the first one that was ever crowned, like, from back when... Oh, you know this, MLD. The first intercontinental champion ever crowned was Canadian. Um... Edge? No. Um, he's gay and he's old. I, I uh, <clears throat> damn. Uh, Bob Acklin? Uh oh. 
I don't know. Bob Backlund? I don't know. Go ahead and tell her, GTS. Pat Patterson. Oh, shit. <laughs> huh. And this question for the question here, the first U.S. champion, it was Harley Race. JD, uh, WrestleMania one, two, and four championships. WrestleMania for four. WrestleMania for four, okay. True or false? Uh, uh, JD, since Biggie Langston has been in WWE, he has been in every WrestleMania. True or false? False. It is true. What? Since Big E has been in WWE, he's been in every WrestleMania. Oh, since he's been in there, yeah. Since he's okay. been in there, yeah, yeah. That's, not, right. that's what I was asking. Yeah, you're right, yeah. All right, John, WrestleMania championships and matches, one and 200 or less for all three categories. John believes this Jeopardy thing I've been using is about three or four years old. It might be. <clears throat> Who knows? WrestleMania for 100, John. Well, so that's what he gets. Uh, <clears throat> all right, John, here's your question. Edge has only won one match at WrestleMania. Who did he defeat and what WrestleMania was it? Well, it's not Roman Reigns. <laughs> John's guessing Booker T at WrestleMania 18. Let's see what he says. No, John, that's not it. It's Alberto Del Rio at WrestleMania 27. I believe Edge only won one match at a WrestleMania. Hmm. All right, GTS, WrestleMania 200, championships one and two, and matches one and two. What's left for WrestleMania? 200. I'll take that. You will take it? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, this is this is old. This is old because to ask this question, I'm going to rephrase it here so that we can keep it current. Where was WrestleMania 31 held at? Uh, Texas. Close in California. Oh, well, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But, but hey, it, it's, it's out west too. So hey, it's, you're close. That's, all right, WrestleMania is gone. 
Oh, my Lord, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> MLD championship, the matches, one in 200 are still remaining. But, um, I'll do championships 200. 200? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Who is the shortest reigning world heavyweight champion of all time and how long? Oh, <clears throat> um, yeah, good question. <laughs> Hold on, Hold it. what the fuck? Um, I have no idea, Chad, no idea. <clears throat> the answer is, I'm a, the answer is the big show, and it lasted 45 seconds. <laughs> Oh, big show. Yeah, as in as in the the big show, the the, the giant, the, the big. <laughs> big um, did someone cash in the money in the bank on him? That's probably why he uh, only held it. No. I think so. Okay, JD championships one hundred and matches one and two hundred. JD. Yeah. All right, I am awake. Uh, I'm going to go with champ. I'm going to go with WrestleMania for what's left in WrestleMania. Nothing's left in WrestleMania. Championships 100 and matches one and 200 are still left. Matches for two. Matches for two. Who did the Rock face at Elimination Chamber in 2013? Uh, the Rock faced Elimination Chamber. Uh, CM Punk. You are correct. It was, in fact, CM Punk. All right, John. Uh, like I said, uh, championships won and 100 and matches 100. Whichever one you take, the remaining question will go to the main man himself, GTS. Hey, Ken. Yeah? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go, uh, just based on the fact of Caleb being sick and everything, but I'll try to come back tomorrow night. Okay, no problem, MLD. We thank you for popping on here tonight. Uh, we take, care, take care. Have a good night. Our best wishes Don't to Caleb. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Okay, uh, John has Gerard. John has graciously given you the uh, last category of championships. He's taking the one in matches. So as soon as we do them, John's will do yours next, there, GTS, and that'll be all of them. Uh, all right, uh, John. Who did Cody Rhodes and Goldust face at Battleground in 2013? John says it was the Shield, <clears throat> and it was, of course, in the form of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. 
And Gerard, you got the last one here, my man. Championships for 100. Um, and you just guess on this, my man. Who is the longest reigning WWE champion of all time? Uh, 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 the lady there, what was her name? Um, Lady, Lady, if you want to kind of help Gerard out here, uh, you can. Sure, what's the question? The longest reigning WWE champion of all time. Uh, Gerard has an idea as to who it is. I said the the lady. Uh, What's her name? Uh, Oh, uh, I thought you were thinking of uh, Oscar. No. No. Um, shoot. The lady that was like 20 years of champion, I think. I the Fabulous Moolah. Bruno or the fabulous, what? The Fabulous Moolah? Was she the longest reigning champion or was Bruno was? No, it was her because Bruno held for eight years for the guy and women, it was Moolah for 28 years. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm well, going to go with Moolah. Okay. Well, believe it or not, the correct answer is Bruno. <laughs> what? I bastard. I thought I, if they were talking female, it was definitely Mula. I mean, they didn't say it was male. Or yeah, it just involves reigning WWE champion of all. Okay. So yeah, so but 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 you're but uh. That's a tough but, one. That's all. But that's all right. Though. I mean, hey, at least we know what we're talking about here. Yeah. So we know what we're talking about here, guys. So on that note here, uh. <clears throat> Folks, uh, I do thank everyone for popping on here tonight for like a little extra, little extra uh, added-on edition here of 297 and Revolution. Uh, of course, like I said, our live video, our, our video tour, of course, coming group tour coming from True Pioneers of Wrestling, <clears throat> and we'll do it again, uh, of course, one more time uh, tomorrow night. I do believe that we are. Let me let me. Uh, let me check on that here. I do believe we are scheduled tomorrow to yes, that is that is correct. We are going to be streaming from NXT US the uh future uh crap I can't let's get keep forgetting the name of it. Yes. NXT US the future generation. So definitely join us there from uh, our our live video feed for Revolution tomorrow night from there. <clears throat> but for now, I do thank everyone for coming on here tonight. And, of course, as always, to take us home, I do ask my main man here, King and W.O. GTS. My man, take us home. This has been another great episode of WCW Revolution. Players in the game are as the following. Chad the Boss and Chad. J.D. the Iceman. The Black Widow Bitch. 
Michelle Lindon, John the Human Suplex Machine, and last but not least, coming in late, is King NWO GTS. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless, and see you in the ring. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.